All right, because three is a crowd. I'm here today once again, as always, in the blockhouse with Kelly. Music video month is going on. How many music videos have you seen today, Kelly? Today? Yeah. Zero. Mm, okay. Yeah. Music video month is rolling. <laughs> how's, how's it going? Fine. Recording at a different time today. <laughs> it's definitely messing with our rhythms. But Different day, different time. Kelly, we are here today to talk about a singular person who makes music. He's been known to play with other artists, though. And in this song that we're going to listen to today, he plays with other people. It's not just him. So we'll get to that in a moment. But first, I have been listening to Bob Dylan for most of my life. Kelly has heard roughly the same number of songs as the amount of money you'd have with one penny, one nickel, one dime, one quarter, and one half dollar. And this week, oh, 91 cents. we listen oh. to the gorgeous When the Deal Goes Down. I didn't just do that math. I don't want anybody to let us try. You said 91 before we started, so yeah. In the still of the night in the world's ancient light where wisdom grows up in strife my bewildered brain toils in vain through the darkness on the pathways of life all right kelly we spent the week listening to when the deal goes down our second song from Modern Times, our first was Spirit on the Water. Last oh. year's uh, Fun Time Playlist, Slide into Summer, whatever it was called. <laughs> we did no sliding, but it is very much summer. And it's getting hotter here in the blockhouse. Yeah. Not great. Alas, the things we do for podcasts. How, how did you feel in general about it? Bored. In a word? Bored. Yeah. Um, the Spirit on the Water thing. I'm like, mm. oh, yeah. That, although that song was more fun because that it turned out to be Murder Bob, right? That was yeah. a Murder Bob song, yeah. This, not so much. Killed a man back there. Yeah, he definitely. It's not for me. I mean, it's it's fine. There's nothing egregious about it. It's not like annoying or grating or, you know, doesn't carry on longer than it should. Even though at five minutes, it didn't make me feel like, yeah. please end like some of them do sometimes. But, but you were just clutching your, your Bing Crosby pendant and saying, how dare you? Fraud! How dare you? Charlatan! <laughs> Uh, yeah, this song, I mean, context is pretty simple. This song was recorded in February 2006, Sony Recording Studios. We don't know exact dates or if there's any outtakes or anything like that. Um, they just kind of came in, recorded the record, and he's played the song 148 times total from October 11, 2006, uh, and last time was November 7th, 2013. So it's been a while. Hopefully it's out wow. of the rotation. Wow. I hope whenever you get to see Bob, <laughs> he opens with it and closes with it and encores with it. <laughs> In 2007, Bob Dylan said, quote, when the deal goes down, I mean, you didn't say that part, but implying this song, right. when the deal goes down, demands all your attention. There's no song you're listening to that's influencing it. All you can do is hang on and hope you do it justice. I think he's more talking about him creating oh, it. I mean, it's hard to steal from Bing Crosby and try to get your way all the way through that. And he says, of course, that there's no one influencing it. What the fuck? Well, not only is he lying with the Bing Crosby thing. But he's also lying about someone we have not talked about, and I think anybody who knows anything about Bob Dylan knows where this is going. And we'll get into this more later on, but I'll introduce you to a name, Henry Timrod. <laughs> he is a poet, a Southern poet, just uh, during the time of the Civil War, died right after the Civil War. He had tuberculosis, so he couldn't fight in the Civil War, but he, he would have fought for the Confederacy. He was down South. Um, but he was a poet. 
Bob Dylan, Modern Times, took some some liberties with some uh, Henry Timrod poems and incorporated them into his songs. And when you say incorporated, yeah, so that's the great that's the great debate, right? So at the time, um, people, of course, just like with Love and Theft, were like at the time people were kind of a little upset because it's he gets away with it because he's Bob Dylan, right? And it's the folk tradition and, and yada yada. But talking to people, uh, you know, that try to teach Henry Timrod, who teach poetry, who teach poetry of this era, are, are were stoked at the time. Like that's awesome that Bob. Uh, it sucks that he's not attributing anything to right. it. But it's really cool that like me as a teacher, I can like bring this up in my classroom and we can talk about it in a in a context that's different than me just trying to like talk about this guy from the south who's like writing poetry. It's beautiful, but like. You know, and he he had a crazy, you know, he had his own life and he's got his own story. But Bob certainly took from it. Now, some people speculate that he he didn't do it on purpose, but that he sort of internalized this stuff. You know, he's he's been quoted multiple times throughout all the years talking about the Civil War in particular and how much he consumes it. And so if you consume enough of it, you're bound to spit something back out. Well, sure. You know, unconsciously. But somebody that we've talked about on the podcast before Christopher Ricks, who, who really dives deep into the lyrics. He had a great quote in the New York times at the time when this was going on about plagiarism versus illusion. Plagiarism wants you not to know the original, whereas illusion wants you to know. So if you're going to reference something, uh, he, he brings up an example of, uh, I think a T.S. Eliot poem uh, where he references something like I'm not Hamlet something. And he ends with to be, the idea is that you know that Hamlet's famous for to be or not to be. So when you hear that, you're like, oh. And, you know, we watch comedy that's nothing but referential. Ah, referential. So, like, that is something that I think we totally get. So when you're referencing something on a deep level, I, that's the kind of shit I love. Um, but he's very quick to note that Bob Dylan's really not doing this here. Do with that what you will. But I think we'll talk about Tim Rod later on um, because it's kind of a big topic and it's too hot. It's too hot to talk poetry, you know? <laughs> I think part of the reason I don't, I'm not like super into this song is that it was immediately Jesus and I couldn't see it any other way. Wow. I don't know why, like, I'm really not wanting to do that. It's probably just because as we go on, every song is about Jesus to some people, you know? Uh, so that's like, I think that's permanently in my head. Whereas before it was like, oh, I never would have even considered that. Now it's not that I'm thinking in the scope of like, it's always Jesus, but like, it is a thought that I'll bring up now where I might have in the, not, you know, even a couple of months ago. Yeah. So yeah, this is a, I think it's ambiguously about, spiritual. It's just about Jesus. See, I don't, I think it's about God. I think it's about like something bigger. He does. Yeah. He does you statements sometimes. So it's mm. like, it is like, it seems as though he's speaking about a singular figure. This is not the place for theology. No, I just think it's like life is passing by. Life. Oh, we don't. Yeah, yeah. Just whiskey shots. (laughs) Nothing. Uh, Yeah, no, I think it's like the transience of life. Like life is fleeting. Life is sad. Life is hard. Um, But the music itself, I mean, we would be remiss if we don't acknowledge, you know, uh, where the blue of the night meets the gold of the day. Bing Crosby. 1920s. 1932. Sorry. Mm -hmm. 1932. It's the same song. (laughs) I thought it was going to be another um, Jelly Roll thing where it's like the beginning was the same. Oh, right. Yeah. But it was. Same song. Same song. Oh, yeah. I mean, it definitely was made in, you know, the 2000s and not the 1920s. Well, sure, sure. Or 30s. But Don't hear the crackling. 
Yeah. I mean, but it, it's a good arrangement of that mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. Definitely makes it different, but not, right. not that different. <laughs> Why must I live in dreams of the days I used to know? Why can't I find real peace of mind and return to the long ago where the blue of I mean the they they've got their own modern flourishes but got a couple of guitars going on slide slide guitar or steel guitar something like that and yeah twinkly guitars kind I of guess piano and really soft drums and Yep, Sue Kimball on guitar, Denny Freeman on guitar, Donnie Heron on uh, violin, mandolin, and steel guitar, Tony Garnier on bass, and George uh, George Seal on on drums and percussion. So kind of the standard crew for this this time period. Great. Yeah. I mean, they're really good at what they're trying to evoke here. I think. Yeah, it's. I mean, it, again, technically, really great. Yeah. People playing their music, their instruments really well. Beautiful. Okay, to go back to Jesus, not to go back to Jesus, but what is the song about? Yes. Okay. I think it's just like an older person musing on their life. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's really easy for me, probably just because we've talked about this really recently. Uh, I think it's really easy to contrast. This was not dark yet, which we just mm-hmm. did, because that was a similar thing where it's somebody kind of uh, mm-hmm. accepting that like the end is coming. Like yeah. it's not here, but it's a, it's about to be. Uh, but that song seemed a little more angry at the end coming. Like, I don't want this necessarily. I, I I'll accept it, but I'm not, like on the train i don't really want to be doing this but that's what happens because that's what life is right. so it's acceptance even may be a little, little resistant this is just like take me now jesus i am ready i my life was whatever life is hard it's great it's bad it's whatever i'm ready to go let's fucking go wow that was my day okay <laughs> well it's gotta be jesus though Whomever. Man. Yeah. Oh, whomever. Whomever. <laughs> who, who are the people, who are the street sweepers of the uh, the immortal world? It might be Jesus one day, but he might be on vacation. So <laughs> might have Buddha come. and Whoever's taken. Whoever's <laughs> taken Bob, take, take him now. <laughs> He's ready. But yeah, I think this is a little more sentimental and a less mm-hmm. maybe cynical than than not dark yet. But I like that. I like the the edge that not like if we're going to talk about, if we're two songs about Bob Dylan, be like, I'm going to die because I'm fucking old. I'd rather listen to not dark yet. Uh, Amen. I mean, there's no doubt about that. I think this is also, we're going to talk about the music video, but I think the music video plays pretty contextually into this song because it's all, you know, old, old, it's, it's shot in a way to make you evoke the 1960s, you know, the, you know, the super eight cameras and all of that. Like, and the, the fashion, the clothes, like it's clearly put in a place and it's nostalgic. It's just nostalgia, bass nostalgia um, to make you feel something, especially with the type of song it is. I mean, they're playing a tune from 1932 with somebody that was famous, you know, made famous in the 1960s. Like this isn't a, it was now playing into the 21st century. Like mm-hmm. this is a wild amalgam of stuff. I mean, this could have ended up on triple kit if oh, that yeah. weren't a, specifically a standards compilation like this would fit right in yeah and it's weird to talk about triplicate now because bob had definitely been veering toward like triplicate is not something out of left field Mm -hmm. as you can tell i mean this stuff this this predates it by you know 10 years yeah but it feels like bob was like could do it tomorrow at this point but i i don't know if it ever crossed his mind you know he's just sort of writing those songs and then maybe he realized like oh shit I'm, i'm constantly writing all of these songs from back in the day 
let me just do a fucking triple album real More quick. explicitly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just be real explicit about mm-hmm. it. And, you know, now we know the history a little bit of something like Self-Portrait, and that's kind of like Self-Portrait 2.0, if you will. Um, just kind of a different different vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, less, you know, sort of hagiography around it. It's really just getting into a studio and playing. Um, but, I mean, there's nothing different to that. And th- this, instead of ripping off Bing Crosby and the tune, it's like, you just play the song. You know, and, and maybe you can say, because Bob Dylan's had those fallow periods, that maybe he's in one of them and he hasn't written a song in years now. Um, so maybe that's a thing. Who knows? Um, but that's something worth talking about later. Because this was definitely one of his most um, fecund periods. Um, so I, I want to get into those lyrics and to get into, uh, more specifically, the way that they're sung. I, I, I particularly love the way Bob Dylan sings this song. Um, so we're just going to go verse by verse and we'll just talk about what, what's going on. So verse one in the still of the night in the world's ancient light. Is that what made you like, no, in the still of the night, immediately I was thinking of the in satin five. Of the night. No, wrong one. There's, there's a song. In the still of the night. Yes. Yes. That's a uh, five satins. Yeah. Anyway, that's so immediately. And then it wasn't that Oh, it's time for acapella. It's a rubber shop quartet moment. Ooh. It never happened. Maybe that's what Bob's doing next. Mm-hmm. In the still of the night, in the world's ancient light, where wisdom grows up in strife, my bewildering brain toils in vain through the darkness on the pathways of life. Each invisible prayer is like a cloud in the air. Tomorrow keeps turning around. We live and we die. We don't know why. But I'll be with you when the deal goes down. Clinton Halen notes as does the New York Times and literally everyone, um, that the opening that the opening couplet um, in, the, in the still of the night, in the world's ancient light, where wisdom grows up in strife, um, is taken from Henry Timrod's poem called Retirement. He has a line, there is a wisdom that grows up in strife. Halen goes further and says, quote, but it is Dylan who gives it that proverbial generality, implying that only through strife are we likely to arrive at illumination. Timrod's poem rather suggests the reverse, that it was strife that took away the wisdom that to me is kind of a play on it but who's read henry timrod sorry all the Tim- <laughs> all the timrod heads out there <laughs> you're gonna get letters yeah but i love i, I want to say like all of those like um after he does like the first three bars there's always that little bridge interlude type of thing uh, when my bewildering brain toils in vain mm-hmm. you know we live and we die and we know not why um i fucking love that i'm just such a fucking fanboy for that stuff i I think his voice is so gorgeous and so unique who else sings like that who else does shit like that it's so beautiful and i just see him like in this quiet studio i mean that's not reality but just like in this quiet studio just like two in the morning the only one there singing this song Mm. it just makes me very happy to put everybody to a gentle quiet sleep (laughs) Success, <laughs> but also everything is like juxtaposed. I just see, you know, darkness with life, wisdom with strife. What is it? Um, Hobbes says, you know, we life is brutish, hell, brutish and short, or something like that. Life short, and then he dies to so fuck the world, and let's get high. I mean, that's basically. <laughs> well, maybe with that, he'd probably <laughs> A be more like, nihilistic. yeah, you probably say you still need to go to God. But I mean, but I think that we live and we die, and we know not why. Now, I think if we're gonna, if we're even gonna just talk about Jesus on these things. I think that's a great Jesus line. I mean, that's one of those things where, why are we here on earth? What are we doing? That's a very searching. That's nice because I feel like that's antithetical to religion. Sometimes we're just 
you live to serve. Yeah, yeah. That's it. You got to serve somebody. You, you, and and you shouldn't ask questions. Yeah. Questions lead to knowledge, and knowledge is the enemy of faith. That's true. Faith is something indescribable to people. So I think it's something we'll get into as we get more religious type songs. But until it's explicitly religious, I don't think you need to view it through a religious lens. I think most people probably don't come to it that way. Verse two, we eat and we drink. Drink. I'm out of drink. Oh my God. I know. You want to get another drink? Yeah, okay. (laughs) Nice. We feel and we think far down the street we stray. I laugh and I cry and I'm haunted by (laughs) things I never meant nor wish to say. The midnight rain follows the train. We all wear the same thorny crown. Wonder where that came from. Soul to soul, our shadows roll and I'll be with you when the deal goes down. Also, like when the deal goes down, there's so many blue songs that we didn't put on the playlist. Robert Johnson, Scott one uh, about the deal going down at a James. But yeah, I mean the loan, like when he says, I laugh and I cry and I'm haunted by, come on, come on. I mean, how many times can I fucking, I don't want to just sit here and, and just say all of these Clearly lines. Clearly you so have great. a weakness for this. Oh, it's so gorgeous. It's so gorgeous. Thing. What is he haunted by? Are these the letters, the letters that people are writing throughout all of these? No regrets. No regrets. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he needs. Someone to give him a dose of no regrets. Well, it's true. I think there's a lot of songs where he could, he could, yeah, get a tattoo across his chest. This is no regrets. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's, but I think he does. Maybe. I don't know. And I'm haunted by, yeah. I mean, everybody's like that, right? You, I mean, as much as you try to be at peace with the decisions that you've made, for good or for ill, I think at at some point there's always gonna be something that you over you play back in your head that you wish you could have done a little different, done a little better, been a little more kind. Yeah, you know it's you, and you can't shake them. So it's like a haunting feeling, even if you like have some distance, you don't feel that visceral like oh that's really bad kind right. of thing. You still like it's there. It's there. It's a haunting. You'll it's a wake specter up. You'll life. wake up. You know, 20 years from now and remember the moment and be like, oh, my God. Yeah, or trying right. to go to sleep and you're like, oh, it's time to replay every embarrassing thing you've ever done for the last 20 years. Cool. Cool. Yeah, cool. <laughs> and then you're like, I'm haunted by. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, time by. to put on the office. Yep. So you're fucking kick that out of there. <laughs> yeah. And well, and I guess that's also the point, right? I mean, you can you there's so many ways to distract yourself. But in my in my head, this character, whatever's happening in this in the, just like with not dark yet. None of there is no office, you know, there is no distraction, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. It is bare and it is this. And I think that is scary. I mean, oh, like, sure. and you listening to the song, you can tap into it a bit, but then you can easily put the office on right yes. afterward. But this is heavy shit. Well, it's scary the point shit of dealing with like death, like the mm-hmm. point of this and I get it's it's you don't get the office because you're dealing with grown up shit. And right. You're going to die. You're going to have to think about that. But I also think that I, 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 re- I also really love the line. We all wear the same thorny crown. Um, I think that it's, it's exactly what we've been talking about. It's obviously an homage to a one J Christ, <laughs> but it's also like all encompassing. We all wear the crown. We're all divine. We all have a, maybe not a point and a purpose. Like, I, I don't think that the song even maybe feels that way. Like maybe we all are nothing and there's no point to any of this. Like I think that this song does have like a streak of nihilism that you can read into it. But I think that if we're all the same, right, the same thorny crown, I don't know if the thorny crown is just, you know, an object. It could be something for someone else. Like what the thorny crown represents is what we all have. I don't know, but I like the idea that we're all in it together. Right. And that, 
we're all going to die. Yes. Man, music video month is depressing. <laughs> Two yeah, weeks in a row. That's a real bummer. Uh, yeah, because you could, you could read this as we're all wearing the same thorny crown in that right. we're all children of God, whether or not you believe. Because that's what's happening, friends. Well, sure, sure. Or you can just, yeah, just take it as a, a unity moment where it's like we have these things in common that you were born and you will die. Yeah. And maybe we should like get over that and like try to come together. Yeah. Because I don't think you have to see it as prescriptive of Christianity. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. Unless you want to. Unless you want to. Um, go for it. Verse three. Well, the moon gives light and it shines by night. When I scarcely feel the quilt, feel the glow. We learn, we learn to live. To live. And then we forgive. And then we forgive. Or the road was bound to go. More frailer than the flowers, these precious hours that keep us so tightly bound. That keep us you so come to my you come into my eyes like a vision from the skies, and I'll be there. And I'll be with you when the deal goes down. Beautiful. Fucking beautiful. I mean, that is, that is, that's beautiful. And that is like, I think what we can all hope for our own lives. I mean, that's like, that's a mission statement that everyone should live by. Yeah. This, this is another direct, more direct reference. Um, There's a, by Henry Timrod, there's a poem of his called The Rhapsody of a Southern Winter Night. And it goes, quote, these happy stars in yonder setting moon. Have seen me speed unreckoned and untasked, a round of precious hours. Oh, here in that summer noon I basked, and I strove with logic frailer than the flowers. So again, not so much exactly the line, but certainly an amalgam of of all of that stuff. Um, There's also commentary on um, the idea of the sun and the moon, and this is kind of a twofer in that. um, Bob Dylan says up here, you know, the moon gives light, it shines by night, but I scarcely feel the glow. Um, I guess that's sort of a trope in poetry as well. Hmm. Um, sort of even equating it to like a manliness type of thing. Like I don't feel the, I'm, I'm powered by the sun. I'm not powered by the moon. Well, I mean, yeah, the moon, I guess is lady time. Well, that's the thing too. And I, I think it's more, it's funnier for us and I bring it up very specifically right yeah. um but yeah, 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 yeah. so that's funny well i get yeah i mean the, the sun see i i'm so not into this song the very first line where it's like in the world's ancient light mm-hmm. uh the preceded by in the still of the night i was like is he mean the sun <laughs> the oh, sun wow. that's out in the, in that the ancient night? light <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah, so the moon. We've been talking the about moon, the moon. The moon. And how uh, we can't have feelings because the moon is for ladies and that's where feelings are. Right. <laughs> right. And this is about death. The sun is going to boil us all alive. This is death time. Right, right. Uh, Clinton Highland goes Clinton Highland goes further on the moon. Quote, remember Bob Dylan? Remember that time he said we didn't land on the moon? Remember that? Oh, I think you did. Yeah, yeah we I went over that. that. Uh, on, uh, yeah, because he's got the song about going on the moon, License to Kill. And he's had that whole riff about, do we actually right. <laughs> Yeah. And never brought it up that? again. Right, that's right, that's right. Okay. Uh, Clint Halen uh, goes further about the moon. He says, quote, what Dylan seems to be taking from the Timrod verse is that uniquely Southern, I'm going to fuck this word up, uh, fond de sake, um, which means the end of the century, uh, and the end of the century air, uh, which in tandem with the appropriated melody helps convey a lost world. When he lampoons moon and June type imagery with the moon gives light, pregnant pause 
and it shines by night while I scarcely feel the glow. He morphs into a, that southern gentleman who, on the night when visiting Oscar Wilde, felt prompted to comment on how fine the moon was, observed, ah, but you should have seen it before the war, the Civil War. Hmm. Um, so I think that's also pretty interesting because it goes back to what we've also brought up a lot this season, which is sort of Bob commenta- commentating on the songs that he's sort of taking from. So I get being sort of like ill at ease with Timrod, but like using Timrod, using things like this, using fucking Bing Crosby's song. I like, mean, that's more egregious. I'm really surprised. But it like, all, but there, it's like, it's all working together. Yeah. I, at least for me, it's working Well, I thought me. it was going to be way more explicit. I thought you were just going to read a poem that he had written and he literally just like oh, word for no. word. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, no, no. No, these are definitely, they would be illusions if Timrod was more well known. Sure. And I think that's what gets to what Rick's was saying. Like, it's 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 good when people know what you're referencing. And that's why I think shows like we are one of our personal favorite shows is community. And I think community gets the flack it gets because its references are obscure as hell. And they, they, they force you to either laugh along with a joke just to get to the next one because they're coming rapid fire or to find it out on your own. Like what is even happening uh, in investing the time into it? But I don't think it's tough to ask people to do that in a song. You know, and not everyone's listening to this podcast, right? Because the whole point of this podcast is to sit down with a song and try to dissect it. You know, we don't do that with most songs, right? right. We just kind of let it wash over us. I mean, so at the very least, we're doing that. No to look sometimes, right? You just well, sure. take it on. I wouldn't know that this was alluding to anything. Yeah. And I mean, most songs don't have dedicated Wikipedia pages and stuff. Sure. I don't think this one does necessarily, but, you know, well, some Bob of them do. Entity. I know. Yeah. So that's kind of, that's what makes this whole experiment that we're doing here with the show great because we're trying to, we're taking a well-known artist, but like we've said before, we could do a type time a tribe called Quest one. We could do sure. a you know classical music one. You could do you could do this for anything. It's just about sitting down with something and digging into it. So, so I think that's interesting, and I think everyone's going to have a different different mindset. Final verse. Well, I picked up a rose and it poked through my clothes. I followed the winding stream. I heard that deafening noise. I felt transient joys. I know they are not what they seem. In, the, in this earthly domain full of disappointment and pain, you'll never see me frown. I owe you, I owe my heart to you, and that's saying it true, and I'll be with you when the deal goes down. I think that's the most explicitly Jesus mm. of all of them. Um, but it doesn't, again, have to be Jesus. It can be a person. It can be a, a love of your life. It can be the humanity. It can be the world. It can be yeah. anything. Well, I think that, and this is something I'm sure that we will repeat a lot, uh, during when we get the Christian zones, mm-hmm. uh, I think that God can be an idea for just something, yeah, bigger than yourself. I mean, yeah. it's an easy, it's a shorthand for spirituality and just right. thinking of, you know, the world beyond. Right. So, I mean, that could just as easily be anything else that you want it to be. It's like I will be in that place that I feel most connected to the the spiritual world when, when the deal goes when down. The deal goes down. Yeah. And I think it's like rationalizing, you know, what is going on in this earthly domain, you know, believing that there is something else, mm-hmm. whatever that is, you know, and, and acknowledging that the world is full of disappointment and pain. And even if it is someone like Bob Dylan, people might not believe it or whatever, just because they're celebrities or famous or whatever. But like life is nothing but disappointments and pain, regardless of circumstances. Some people have it worse. Some people don't. Bob Dylan definitely doesn't have it worse than other people, but uh, to not acknowledge people's humanity. And I think that sort of gets also back to the, the song itself when it's pulling everyone in. We all wear the crown of thorns. Um, and, and I think also anytime you think about death, I think 
I don't know who would be imagining a world where there is more injustice and more rancor and more terror and more sadness. Like, I think when we go to that place to die, I hope we all think that hopefully we're going somewhere happier, somewhere better. I don't know. I mean, that's what I think this is acknowledging. I think this verse is kind of explicitly about the the rapture, I guess, right? Like, because yeah. it's like, there's a big sound and everybody's transcending. Oh, the deafening noise. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I feel like. Why couldn't that just be rock and roll? <laughs> <laughs> oh no a rock car- concert has started impromptu rock concert well, it's kind of interesting i heard definite i heard the deafening noise right so it's like the noise of why can't it be the the tornado you know heavenly glaxons but then i felt transient joys joy multiple joys so you're feeling all the joys at once but transient means that they're fleeting they're not going to be around for that's so because long. they're getting sucked up to heaven homie see but what does that mean sucked up <laughs> yeah <laughs> suck it <laughs> No, no. Like, you feel Jesus and you suck it. You suck it. Oh, fantastic. So what do you think of the deal going down? I mean, I, I've never really thought about that phrase, but I'll be with you when the deal goes down. What's the deal? What's going down? Who made the deal? Is it just a God entity? Is it? Yeah, I mean, it's death, right? The deal is death. But I suppose whomever the other player is, is up to you. Could this also just be a really dramatic rendering of a card game? I mean, dude, like That's taking place in House of the Rising Sun. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody just like so drunk and just shot at their hand, just like, like there's nothing but disappointment. (laughs) (laughs) And like there's clanking back in the background. It's like, I heard the deafening noise. I it felt transient be. joys. You're looking at your ace, eight, and then it's like one, one. Or yeah. There's not a one card. There's Three. not a one. There's not a one. Also, if you had two aces, I think you're pretty good. Yeah. No. Let's say you think you're gonna get a full house, and it turns out you don't have it. That was the transient joy. Gotcha. I know that they're not what they seem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then this earthly domain. I think we can all get carried away with stuff like that. So in 2019, the year of this recording. um, 13 years after the song has come out, how, what would you, <laughs> what would you say? I what? mean, I, I guess it works in that, like I said, the sounds modern, sounds good, enough. Yeah. I mean, modern it, times. Oh, wow. also some people have said, um, that he does acknowledge Timrod in that the, the name Timrod is the letters of Timrod are in. No, times. no, I know get, when I read no. that, time, like, how far are we willing to go? Bend over backwards for this guy. Pretty fucking far. <laughs> you could also spell a, a good number of words. Good I'm number assuming. of words. A lot of good stuff. A lot of good vowels. I mean, you got a lot of stuff going <laughs> a lot on there. Of good we got wow. an I and an O. I mean, an E. I mean, shit, you got them all. So, Nearly. I mean, this—it's hard to keep in my mind whenever we're like, "Does this song work today?" Because it's easy to just be like, "Do I like this song?" Therefore, it works because yeah. I like it, which is really subjective and not necessarily informative in any way. So, I think that if you enjoy Triplicate, which is mm. really recent, I think yeah. that this is totally of the same ilk. So, sure. I yeah. mean, if Triplicate works in that it, it's something that you like listening to, you like old standards, and then yeah, yeah, this has that vibe. Yeah, I think what you just said is interesting because I will then sort of retract my 
praise for it because I think this is a great minor song of Bob Dylan's on a great record, but it is not the best song that's ever been made. And it's not the best song about this subject because we've already listened to it. Not dark yet. Mm -hmm. So I would recommend that over that. So yeah, this is a, I would never turn away somebody from this because I think that there's so much joy um, in Bob Dylan's voice, especially if you love his voice and it's just so unique. But, um, but no, I mean, it's, it is a, it's a, it's a thought provoking song, but I don't think it's as dramatic as, um, as not dark yet. So. Yeah, he was kind of like, he was like, oh, hey, you were in the video or whatever. Sorry, that's a bad <laughs> no, impression. I knew who it was yeah. right away. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so embarrassing. You'll cut that out later, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah. And, um, you know, he was like, oh, hey, you were in the video. And uh, <laughs> I just did it again. <laughs> Sorry. Well, it's impossible to do Bob Dylan. And, and Bob Dylan came over and said, I just want to give you my sincerest thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, so, and, and then, and I thought he would say something like, Wow, you know, we should have dinner sometime. And he was just like, that was cool. And then he just kind of passed on to the next person. And I was like, I, I felt sort of bad about it. Then I was like, no, it's Dylan. It's yeah, cool. You got and a Bob Dylan experience. Kelly, did you know that we're a real podcast? Only occasionally. Yeah. It's, it's weird because we record during the day, as we said, in the morning when the sun is rising. And it keeps rising until, you know, nighttime comes and the sun goes down. The sun is currently going down. There's no lights on. Mm -hmm. Nobody thought to turn on a light here. Uh, just so into the process that we can't just reach over. The lights in the blockhouse aren't the best anyway. But if you want to help us buy lights, maybe. <laughs> we do help have ways. literally keep the lights on. We have ways to, yes. <laughs> we have ways to do that. Uh, number one being patreon.com slash pod. But you can also... Follow us in other ways, twitter.com, SOTWpod, uh, Instagram as well. Um, we try to post. We're not always great about it, but we do exist. We are out there. Every episode, we're going to do a little riff about stuff and uh, give you information on our playlists and, and everything like that. Um, we try to do that every single month or every single uh, – we try to do that every single episode. And this month in particular with Music Video Month, we are going to be doing a big shindig because it's over, Kelly. So we're going to be doing a big shindig out in the backyard. What? What? It can't be a shindig if it's just the two of us. Well, we should figure out what kind of deal this is. I mean, is it a gathering, a shindig, or a hootenanny? What's the difference? Well, gathering is brie, mellow song stylings. Shindig, dip, <laughs> less mellow song stylings, perhaps a large amount of malt beverage. And hootenanny, well, it's chock full of hoot, just a little bit of nanny. Well, I hate brie. And if you love music and you're here for the music we also do a, a playlist every single week yeah. and this week in particular was excellent i highly recommend going and listening to it you can listen to it uh live if you're listening to this in real time see that my playlist is kept clean or you can go to sotwpod.com and find it in the show notes you can find it in our notes of this episode itself on whatever podcast it's linked search the song search the song you'll find our episode amen welcome back to the playlist the regular people Bing Crosby, first time since Christmas of 2017, though. But he's on there. But he's on there. The Beatles, this is the 11th song. Big Thief, song number two. Supremes, number two. Bad Religion, I think three for them. Um, Bruce Springsteen, I think number four. Uh, Sublime, crazily. They were also on the dog, or uh, If Dogs Run Free episode. Oh. Uh, and Real Big Fish, I didn't think we had it, but they have a song called Big Fucking Star, and it was on... Oh, yeah. Um, our star, shooting star, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. closed out season two. Oh, hey. uh, welcome to the playlist, Ink Spots. How? What? Really? No, no, no. How has that been the first time? Oh, we've never had Ink Spots. What? I've never even heard of the Ink Spots. Yes, before. you have. They do all the Fallout music. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. 
Well, shit. Yeah. Well, welcome to, and hopefully not the last time, Ultra Magnetic MCs. That was great. Jesus. Good awesome. Night. Cypress Hill. In the same name. Amazing. Yeah. That was actually really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Girly. That song was awesome. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Tia, no. No, 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 no. Yeah, that song gave me anxiety hard, hard, every time it hard came no, on. It's hard like, no. So uh, I've definitely heard of other uh, Japanese artists do this kind of fusion of, of jazz and, and pop. This was like Bjorkian levels of when Bjork gets manic. Yeah. It, it's, it's a little too over the top. I'm much more of a Yoko Kano kind yeah. of smoothie jazz j-pop thing if we're gonna go that way but it felt yeah, like it was, was that <laughs> that mixed with like the kind of energy that panic at the disco had in that one song where they do that cabaret type of style oh, yeah, where yeah. they only sustained it for a good 30 seconds you know not even no a bar a bar or two like 15 seconds but yeah. the, she took that energy for five minutes which and is it was too, too, long, long. too much so it's really distracting yeah what do they do when they like warn people against stuff like if you if you have hypertension warning? or something like don't listen to tia you just pass uh go to stevie nicks first time for stevie nicks tons of what? tons Hopefully of fleetwood mac, mac but but not first time for fresh what 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 that seems impossible that also. seems impossible is it louis the child or louis the child Fuck, he knows <laughs> these are randos <laughs> louis or louis the child uh which was also all right uh best coast kate bush of course. Uh, See, I almost took that off and put the yeah. placebo version on, but I don't think he does the parenthetical. I think it's just running up that mm. hill, which would not work. No, I would have canceled that in a heartbeat. But if you like that Kate Bush song, you should listen to placebo's version because yeah. it's even more heartbreaking. So, yeah. If you want to have your heart broken. If you want to be bummed out, yeah. which is well, the theme of this episode. Theme of this episode <laughs> and of Music Video Month. Uh, Solange as well. Um, a little yeah. inter- intermission. Gang of Youths. I love that song a lot. Uh, Black Belt Eagle Scout, who's from here, I think. Uh, Anderson Pack. And yeah. Anderson Pack. He's big. He's yeah, yeah. blown up everywhere. So Yeah. And uh, covers not included. Uh, Robert Johnson, Last Fair Deal Gone Down. Uh, see Robert Johnson month that we're going to be doing soon and don't let you don't let your deal go down by Etta Baker so and that's amongst a ton of like gone down deal gone down uh, type of stuff on with the freaky style will you wait debate and rate my rhythm expansion dimension lyric extension rise above amazing days cracking your brain changing ways soft for days Figuring out MIDI channels, triggering out fourth. I'm sending brains are bending like metal, crust to rust, corrode and low stack. Pick up the wax while you ask how you do it. Show me through it. I never knew it could be done. No way, my son, because I'm the one smacking them up, stacking them up, boxing the ducks, packing them up, because I burn. All right, Kelly, we were people in the world this week as music video month is winding down. What have you been doing this week to take your mind off of the terrible music videos we've had to endure? I remember that the Deftones was a band. So I went back and listened to all their stuff, which was great because her White Pony was a very important album for me. I feel like you've said that before. I know. So I... Why don't you do a Deftones podcast? Uh, why don't I? Well, that's a good question. Spin off. <laughs> they did an entire album of covers, which... Oh, really? Um, I had heard they did a couple... Besides, like they've done covers on a couple of their albums before, but they did an entire album of covers mm. on that album. There is a song called Savory, which is actually a song originally by a band called Jawbox, which I had never oh, heard yeah, of. Oh, yeah, Jawbox. Yeah. yeah, they were like an alternative band yeah. in the early 90s, post-hardcore. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're really cool. And yeah. I like, I listen to them a little bit, so go check out Jawbox. I get them and Jawbreaker, always confused. For that, for that that's... To me, that's a movie from the 90s that I treasure dearly. Oh. Rose McGowan and Julie Benz. And, no, uh just a classic band. Rebecca Gayhart. They're both classic bands. Okay. Well, Jawbox. Go check and them a, out. And a great movie. Jawbreaker. The movie. Uh, great movie. And Jawbreakers in general. Don't get enough love. I love. Jawbreakers are cool. Yeah. 
they're fine. They're all I don't want to go too much. They're, they're what? They're cool. They're chalky. Oh, they're chalky. cool once you get into like the middle of them because you can see all mm. the different colors. Uh, so yeah, Dropbox is great. Also, found out about a great alternative R&B, experimental R&B artist, yeah. Choker. Oh my fucking god! Uh, they have a, a bunch of EPs, but Honey Bloom came out in 2018, and then uh, before that was Peak in 2017. I was trying to find a song that could be like, go listen to this one because it's the most fire. Oh my God. So listen to them. Very like Frank Ocean. If you like Frank Ocean, mm. totally love Choker. Um, but if I had to pick one song, I guess just real fast. Oh, Rocket sure. is good, but they're all fantastic. So anyway, listen to Choker. Listen to everything but and Rocket. Listen to everything but Rocket. Uh, easy, easy. But Rocket. And you? <laughs> I finished Deadwood. What a world. I also heard that Veronica Mars came back has come back with another four. season. So it's it's funny, and they mentioned this in the Deadwood recaps too that I was reading. We're like, it's funny that all of this all of this like wanting TV shows to come back, they just had to wait. Like Veronica Mars did a whole like Kickstarter to fund a movie. Yeah, they did the movie, right? Never had to happen. Like, I mean, if you just waited, Hulu right. was gonna finance the whole thing. Right. Uh, community got it, uh, with with Yahoo. Right. Uh, right. I mean Arrested Development is probably the most the, the, the first one, yeah. the most famous one that got picked up by Netflix. It's still putting out stuff. Like I know. This was something that it should have been. I finished and I watched the movie. So the movie itself is really interesting to watch everybody older, and they are appropriately older. You know, they're not like super. They're old, but they're not super old. And um, it was cool to see them again. And I watched this years ago, but I, I just rewatched it. So it's it's not really as jarring as I would imagine if somebody was out there in the world. Because well, you have such a clear image of like... Yeah, or you watched it 10 years ago, so you kind of have a muddy image. But then when you sit down and you see the characters come out one by one, you're like, oh, shit. That person looks... I mean, you know it's them, but you're like, right. whoa. Maybe, yeah, it's you probably You look a lot so much older. Better to have the time, because you're like, oh, that does make sense. This was that long ago. And I will say, like, it was it was really interesting. The The story itself was just like the show. Almost no point to it. Um, there was no resolution. The bad guy from season three uh, gets arrested like he was arrested in season three. He gets arrested in the movie. No resolution on what happened to him. These are real people. Like these are real flesh and blood people um, that we've, we've lost the track of them years ago. I'm not trying to say like Deadwood is like historically accurate in any way. Cause it's definitely not everything is wrong, but like we've left more cliffhangers. It just goes to show that the story means shit. Like it doesn't actually matter. It's just about hanging out with our friends. And it's ambiguous as to if main characters, even at the very end, there's a scene where does this person die or do, do they not die? You know, mm. it's kind of like spinning the the top at the end of Inception. Okay. You know, you don't know if if they're getting better or if they're in the death throes. You know, and I think that's really exciting stuff. And the writing is fantastic. And David Milch just got diagnosed with um, with Alzheimer's or, or to 2015, but he just let everybody know. So I think it's really it's kind of that's a lot. You know, we might not ever create anything, especially to this caliber again. So if you haven't watched Deadwood, I, I highly recommend it. It's just one of the coolest. I mean, it, we're talking about, you know, we have our seven curses expanded universe existing out there with, you know, seven, seven curses to grow from the North country, uh, Kingsport town, all that kind of stuff. I think, I think of this place a lot when I think about that. So I would recommend that for sure. And then uh, another one one album to recommend, actually two, uh, is a band from called Good Riddance. They put out a record called Thought and Prayer. So if you want some good hardcore punk, they're they're a great go to. And then Bleached mm. came out with a new record. Bleached, who we saw 
with Against Me. I think I knew that. Way back in the day. Yeah, I think uh, I did know that. They did don't know. you think you've had enough? No. They have become like a, a Blondie type. Like, it's almost like power pop, hmm. less punk rock. Um, at first I was like, ooh, no, no, no. But every song is catchy as shit. It's tough. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if I really like it like it, but mm, those songs are going on my 2019 playlist. That's for nice. sure. So that's nice to know that Bleach are like trying to like expand their audience, which is really cool. So Bleach, good riddance. And if you haven't watched Deadwood, it's only three seasons and a movie. And the movie's a delight. And if And if you like the show, you'll love the movie. I mean, it's all part and parcel. Everybody wants more, but also you're just happy it existed. I mean, honestly. Rockets chasing rockets, Mars in jars. Gardens in my pocket, we won't make it far. Drawings on my arms, stickers on your car. Similar in sentiment, I did my part. Say goodbye to Music Video Month the Right Way by joining us on Thursday for When the Deal Goes Down. We're going to talk about Scarlett Johansson, talk about the end of this project. I mean, there's not a lot of music videos left. So this is like a, what is it? Um, it's going to go extinct. Oh, endangered? It's an endangered species, Bob Dylan music videos. Oh, and there's no way to bring them back. Soon we're going to be, I, I, I was joking, but we're going to be with Dharma and Greg and stuff. We're just going to talk about Dharma and Greg for like a whole episode. <laughs> it's getting really bleak out here, folks. But before it gets bleak, we are going to choose next week's episode. Now, I've been stringing you along for a long time here. You actually do get to choose. No, I don't. That's, I know. I know I don't. That's the, I never actually get to pick. No. But, and there's no clear reward on what, even if I guess it right. What is the point of all this? But random.org has as much chance as you that's not true. You have one, <laughs> only one chance to correctly guess what they correctly guess. Uh, 379. 379 out of 416. 379 is going to net you a song called New Pony. Wow. Of 1978's Street Legal. Pretty great song. Kind of enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it's not the right song. <laughs> One out of 416, Kelly, what you got? Never mind, you already answered that. 296. <laughs> 296 next week. We're getting so close to 100. We're going back to New Morning. We haven't been there since I think went to see the Gypsy. Is that the sign on the window one? That's the sign on the window one. Mm. And we're going to be doing a song that I think sums up this podcast so aptly. Episode 92, Time Passes Slowly. Oh. I thought it was going to be called like two idiots talk about nothing. <laughs> that's still, that's still in play. That's still in play. All right. We're getting close to the end. We will see you next week for episode 92. Time passes slowly. Kelly, it's been a fun music video. It's been a month. It's been a month. All I can do is leave the search party. Takes not what I need, but what I'm capable of holding. Not only Slept on the floor And by the door Kept on to tune Kept on with you Kept on with